Welcome, everybody. This is the Art of Art Business. Uh, I am Jonathan Goodman. I am the owner of Trigonal Gallery, and my co-host is Florian Velo, the uh, soccer star on the FC Cincinnati team. Uh, how are you doing, Flo? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me today. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a lot of information. I passed you that video. Uh, you know, the amazing thing about this industry is that, oh, we should also kind of say that uh, this is a technology conversation. This is about NFTs and the blockchain. Uh, this is not soccer. <laughs> I know. I'm learning. I'm here to learn. I'm not here to like give advice or anything. I'm just here to learn from you. And you've learned a tremendous amount. And we've both kind of learned together where, you know, you bounce questions off of me. I then uh, kind of do a little bit more research. And the speed at which this technology is happening is just, it, it, you know, look, I was in the dot coms. And uh, by comparison, you know, when things were changing in the dot coms, it would take a week to a month for things to happen. Now, the speed of lightning is is just incredible. Like, you know, what was it? I think three weeks ago, there wasn't even uh, like the idea of a whitelist, like to get onto an NFT whitelist. Yeah. And now, you know, you and I are doing all this research to try to like get onto these whitelists for, uh, you know, just to, just to kind of be able to grab these things before they get onto the public display. And, Wow, it's there's a lot of work to be done in all of that. It's incredible. And so so this week we were talking and I passed you the video by uh he actually pronounces his name John Carlo. It's uh G I A N C O C A R L O. Uh and he did a really great video. Uh that you know, he started off the video by saying, you know, somebody's going to be very upset because they probably wanted to create a uh like a class like this uh, and pay money, like, you know, cost people a lot of money to, to watch a video like this. And he's putting it up there for free. But he had this amazing, you know, acronym that he used, yeah, which fabric. was fabric, right? Yeah. First time I've ever heard it. We have to give him 100% credit in doing this. And, you know, I went back and I actually watched that video again, uh, right, you know, this today. And, uh, you know, he F is for founder. A is for artwork, B is for blockchain, R is for roadmap, I is for importance, and, and C is for community. And then he puts it into order and he puts founder as first, artwork as second, community as third, roadmap as fourth, and importance as fifth. And, and it's just, you know, it's incredible because like, you know, you're looking at what, what, uh, what NFTs were you looking at this week that you were yeah, we, thinking we, we about? Talk, we, we talked about like stackers NFT. And then when we went back, we looked at the founder and they all like, especially on Twitter, they were all like founded in August, 2021, September, 2021. They didn't have really much, um, like backgrounds and especially the, 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 the the members of uh, not the community, but the people that are actually building that NFT, like you couldn't find their Twitter handle or anything. So they probably have a genuine um, like project in mind, but it's not as solid as the one that we might talk tonight, like for example, Bungie project, you know, like right. with that solid background, a solid artist, some someone that has exposed in the physical world that's doing something like, 
he's not launching he could launch right now but he's actually doing a lot of work and, and that's the kind of project i'm looking for and it's really you probably looking for and it's probably exciting because yeah there's a lot of things coming and there's a lot of projects dropping every single day and then you don't know which one to pick so again it's like up to you to do your research yeah, we had a really we had a team meeting today because we're going to be launching our 10,000 generative art project uh, coming up in about uh, four weeks. We're going to we're going to try to launch it in four weeks, which okay. there's a lot of work to do on that. And Morgan, uh, Morgan, Jesse Lappin, the collage artist that you have. Did you bring that with you to Cincinnati? No, it's it's, it's in my it's in safe. Okay. safe. I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I, I didn't really. I don't know how long it'll be here for, and I, I didn't want it to bring everything, um, right. so I left it back in New Jersey. Okay, well, good. It's stored safely, and that's yeah. great. It's a great piece, and what he's doing is he's putting together cities, uh, you know, and, and, and we'll give a little preview in the, in the next couple of weeks before the launch, but we met with the, uh, the marketing and uh, technology company that we're partnered with, and I'm not going to say the name yet because it's a, it's a big reveal, and it's a, it's a big, well-known name in the industry, so we're super excited to be working with them, and, you know, we, we talked about the team and the importance of having a team that is well-known and has a history. And with that stackers, they, you know, this idea of an anonymous group, an anonymous team, uh, it's just a big red flag because projects, you know, look, you could write a roadmap and say that you're going to build a video game or you're going to do a comic book or you're going to make a movie because you're walking away with $1.4 million, if not more. That's just yeah. on the initial sell. You know, some of these uh, some of these NFT projects are pulling in hundreds of thousands of dollars each month just on the trading back and forth between people who are buying stuff. It's yeah, of course. incredible money. It's incredible money. And so a lot of these roadmaps say things like outlandish things like, you know, they're going to they're going to do a movie or they're going to do an animation series. Or they're going to do they can't really they don't really know if they're going to be able to do that. That takes a tremendous amount of work to be able to build something like that. So if and if you have an anonymous, uh, you know, team that you can't really look up, you know, we're being very uh, straightforward. We're going to have all of our physical photos you know we're not going to make them into like illustrations or anything like that we're going to have the linkedin uh you know right there the twitter right there everything's going to be accessible to everybody because we want to be very upfront we want to write a roadmap and and i'll i'll give you a little little you know a little hint as to what we're doing because we just talked about it today so uh what we're doing is we're pivoting trigonal gallery to be the curation team for projects like this that Morgan is going to work on. We have other artists that are going to come on board and we're going to create a DAO. Do you know, you know what a DAO is, Florian? No. So a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It's really incredible, right? So basically we're going to take my company, Trigonal Gallery, and we are going to move it over to become a DAO. And people who own these NFTs 
will be part of that DAO. They will have the ability to vote. Uh, they will have the ability to put up uh, ideas and people can vote on that. So, at the, at, at, you know, in, in the one sense, I'm kind of giving up control of my company. But in the other, I'm creating a community that is going to be really, you know, able to move this company forward in a way that I could never do it. It would be like having... Uh, it would be like having the stockholders of Exxon making daily decisions on the company that that it is, right? Instead of the CEO making it. So really, really exciting stuff. So let let's get into this. So let's. I, I there was also another thing, and I didn't send you the video because you're extremely busy. You got a lot going on, but there's another video out there, and I just want to kind of walk you through this because. I know that you're taking a look at a lot of different, um, a lot of, where's my, hold on, let's see, I got to get this. Is it, is it the same, uh, same person? Uh, like on, is it on YouTube? The, uh, the video, yes, it's, but it's not, um, it's not the same person. It's a different person. Okay. You're looking for, let me see. Oh, here it is. Okay. Yeah, and we're not going to watch the whole video. We're, we're simply going, you can see my screen, right? Yeah. So this is a great tool uh, that Rarity Tools, uh, it gives the scores and everything like that and the Rarity scores and all that on, you know, all of these different projects. So you come down here. Well, talk, talking, talking about scores, how's your uh, mushroom? Well, we're going we're gonna to look at that right now. That's exactly what we're going to do. So... Over here, first of all, for those people who don't have never really kind of seen what information collectors like Florian and I look at, this this is the important stuff, right? So, and here's here's an interesting fact. So, I didn't even know this. When you have a um, when you have a collection, you are looking for over fifty percent ownership which means that there is uh, that 50%, like that means that basically everybody who owns one owns two, right? So there's 55% of owners are, um, how do I say this the right way? Like by, okay, like 26% isn't a good number. Like that's not enough people that are holding the me bits. And that would be a cause for concern if this wasn't such a high ranking number of collection right these are the top five right here and 50 above 55 is really solid it means that there's a lot of trading going on there's a lot of people that are uh that are holding but there's a wide number of people like you could see fifty-five thousand people own a board ape yacht club which is incredible but then you come down to you know this 30 percent loot for adventurers there's only 2,373. So let's so let's take a look at mushrooms, right? That's a that's my favorite. That's what's going on right now. So it's at thirty seven point five percent, which is a little bit on the low side. They have thirty four hundred owners, but also realize that by comparison, you know, uh, MeBits and uh, CryptoPunks, these guys have been out there for months and months and months. Yeah, so how much? How, how many do you have? You have five, right? I have five. I have five of these, right? You, so you you would be like a twenty percent in there because like you own like. That's exactly right. So it's it's normal. That's why they create whitelists for people to get access early and get as much as they can to bomb the floor price. 
Yes. So let's talk about the floor price. This is what I wanted to show you tonight. So if we go in here, and this is the video that I was watching that, that kind of spelled this out, and we click buy now. So it only shows us the stuff that's on sale. And then we, we can even just do it from the top, right? So this is, this is number three in the whole list. I guess one and two, somebody's probably holding on to. Five, probably somebody's holding on to. Eight, you know, eight and seven, somebody's holding on to. But this is the rarity scores. So this has a rarity score of, seven, wow, 717.18. That's an incredible score. That's, that means it's super rare. So it has diamonds, which is, I guess I have to like 97, only 97. Yeah, that's how you read it. Only 97 of these out of 10,000 have diamonds. Uh, so nine traits is, there's only, I believe, I, I guess there's 71 is the actual number. So only 71 of these have, an, have nine traits in them. Uh, only 101 have Blossom Wings Super. Uh, 452 have Curly Antennas. So all of these combined make it a score of 717, which is incredible. So this is up for sale for 15 Now, what? you and I... Well, when you talk about the score, like what does it range from zero to what? I think it ranges from, it doesn't range at zero, but I think it may start at 10 and then it may go to like 800. I'm not exactly sure like what the top rarity score is, Okay, but it ranges somewhere in there, right? So, but here we're not in the market for 15 ETH, right? We don't have like $100,000 to put in here. So, but if we go down a little bit further to like, let's say, you know, 0.0, see, this is a perfect example right here. This, we should pick up right this second. Look at that. It's 161. It's 161 in terms of ranking. And somebody is selling it for 0.8 ETH when everybody else around them is the next level up is 2.5 ETH. The next level down is 1.28 ETH. But so is, it, this, is it the actual price that we see right there? Yeah. We could up open these right now and it's on sale for $2,700. I don't have $2,700 right now. I will in a couple of weeks to be able to put into this. But in other words, like looking at the rarity score, so this is 332.19. It has six traits, which is more common than not. But this is what you would do. Like you would go in here and you would look like this guy has that he was selling it for two ETH. Now he's selling it for 0.99 ETH. Let's get something that's but you see how that is? Like people yeah. don't really understand that how to price their pieces. Perfect example here. Look at this. This is a 10 ETH. This is a 5 ETH. This guy's selling this for 0.55. We should be grabbing this right now. This is amazing. This is an incredible way to look how, at this. How can you also uh, track who buys what? So you can also do that, right? Like using that... Um, What's that website called? Because um, you can track uh, your wallets and from those wallets, you can figure out who bought what. And so those popular, I don't know, buyers, whales, or people that are really into NFTs, you can see who buys it. And then that's going to trigger some 
uh, like the trigger the floor floor price to rise. So are are you able to see this uh, panel, yeah. the magic mushroom number two one nine eight, right? Yeah. So uh, the the website that you were thinking of is EtherScan. Yes, right. exactly. Thank you. So we're going to go into Nino's NFT and see how much, how many he owns of this, and see if he's a he. I, I could tell he's a whale automatically, which is a surprise because, wow, look, okay, apes run the world, Galaxy Ethereum, Foxy Farm. He's got that magic mushroom there. Oh, that's the magic mushroom that he's actually selling. He's got a crypto. This is interesting because he's not. He's just kind of like what we would call aping into projects that I've never heard of. And I don't know if I would necessarily buy these, but. Again, are, like you have to buy what you like. You have to buy what speaks to you. True. True. If you're in there to buy, like, like, like doing investing or trading, just buying to resell and make some money. It's really difficult because you don't know what art or what project are going to blow up. So at the end of the day, I feel like you always need to buy. And and the video you sent me about the guy, the, I don't I don't really don't remember the name. Like is it one Carlo or something? Yeah. You always uh, said buy things that you like because worst case, if you can't resell it, you still have it and you still like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. We have a we you have a. a you have a different appreciation for art than I do. You have a, a different, um, your likes are different than mine, right? So for yeah. me to, you know, I've suggested certain uh, NFTs. You've suggested certain NFTs to me. Uh, we haven't exactly seen eye to eye on any of them. Yeah, uh, we, we, are, we are doing right now one on one for sure, the Bonji project. Right, that's true. We should talk about the Bonji project, actually. Let's see if we can pull that up. Yeah, I'm totally thrilled about that project. I really, see other I really like the art. Like when you showed it to me, I really bought into the art. I haven't read the roadmap or whatever the website. I haven't really looked through it, but I really like what they're doing. I think it's pretty cool. And that's why I kind of like started because you showed me the art, not because I've read because it's it's getting bigger and bigger. They already are thirty three thousand on Discord. Um, they are launching the whitelist really soon. They were making yeah. announcement. They're doing like whitelist contests with like like being like RC creating like images or whatever. I'm really bad at that, so I'm out of it. Um, yeah. But it's it's really cool and and yeah, I can't wait to see what's uh, what's next. So so the uh, wow, I didn't even know this. Wait, I'm gonna share this with you. So he's a he's a very well known artist. Wow! So look at this. This That's is a 80, this is an 80th anniversary charity art auction to benefit the Norton Museum of Art in the West Palm Beach, which which is where my mom is. Uh, it's the estimate is a hundred hundred seventy thousand to one hundred ninety thousand dollars for this piece, and it's beautiful. How big is it? How big is it? That's a good question. 81 oh, okay. by 32 by 32. So yeah, 205. So what, how do, how big is that? What do you think? It's, 81 inches? It's, yeah, it's like, uh, I'm 180 centimeters. So you oh. add like maybe, you add maybe this to my head. It's like almost like the shortest basketball player, maybe. 
it's that big yeah oh so you've got to have a house that's able to house yeah this. yeah I, I, you can fit it easily in any house i think because two meters is not really big 200 centimeters is not really doesn't take much space to be honest. well it's what six foot right I, i would be more concerned about the weight let's see what the weight is doesn't say what the weight is no No, it's interesting. It doesn't say, wait, 600 private. Oh, 600 private. But it is fiberglass and steel sculpture with eight layers of silver-based chrome finish. So it definitely has to have some weight to it. Some weight, yeah, yeah. This is incredible. I mean, this is just an incredible piece. And it's I don't know if you saw, like, they, they posted on Twitter, um, they're, like, work in progress, one of the NFT that could be released. Ah. Uh, and uh, it's pretty cool. That's what I was trying to find was the... You should go on Twitter. Bonji Project, Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah, idea. This one. No, you, you got it right there. Oh. Hold on a second. I'm working too fast. There we go. Wow. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to. Now, so do you know when this is launching? This is the project that, uh, like the work in progress that posted today. And I really like the background. I like the colors. It's still a little bit maybe too dark. Like the, you cannot really differentiate like the, 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 the astronaut from the background. But I, I really like the concept. It's pretty cool. But they haven't announced when they're launching. They're still working on it. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, oh, this is the this is the piece. Yeah. This is that auction piece for Sotheby's. That's ah, pretty cool. I really like what they do. That's incredible. I would definitely buy one of those and put it in my apartment if it's affordable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I make millions. Right. Yeah, that's a beautiful piece. Also, talking about dropping, just a side note. Uh, I don't know if you received the email from uh gary v yeah i did okay i was gonna i was gonna talk to you about that off the show um now here's the thing i thought that we already filled out that document yeah we did but they asked just for confirmation oh okay so we have to fill it out again yeah and then i received a confirmation saying they received it and then if there's any issue they will contact me okay. but it, it, the, 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 the book is not dropping until november 15th or something like that Okay. Okay. I think he's not, he's not. He's not announcing anything until November twenty third on what we'll get. So November twenty third. I think so. He's a really that's, good. He's a really good salesman. He knows that's that's Thanksgiving. And then I don't know how much of where his art went up for auction in, in Christia. How much? What's the what was the average of it? Well, I could only I could only stay conscious for the first auction of his because I was so blown away. Um, I believe, and I think I tweeted about this. Wait, I'm going to go back to my tweets because I don't... You, you, you sent it to me, but I don't know if it was over. It was like at $300,000. Oh, it was three hundred. Okay, so so okay, so okay, that was for one. Yeah. That, I didn't stay through the rest of... He was selling five. Yeah, I know. Four. I believe he, I believe he reached over a million dollars in those four sales. Oh, I'm not surprised. But you know, that was just the artwork. It was not the NFT. 
It was not access to anything. Oh, I know, I know. It was like the physical artwork. Yeah, but it's a good, it's a good marketing, like oh yeah, booster. Even though he doesn't really need it, it's like he's not an artist, but he's getting auction at Christie's, which is pretty big. It's unbelievable. He, He might go down as the like he's the one who's been talking about NFTs since. Like he was probably one of the first known person to talk about it and constantly tweet about it every single day. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? What do you think about Christie's selling artwork that is poorly drawn and is really just kind of like more of a gimmick? What's the definition of art? Well, it, well. Anybody could be an artist. Now do you have the influence? I don't know. He has it. They're using it. You see, from the, out, from the outside, you can say that, right? From, from the outside looking in, you could say that. But I have to say to you, as a gallery owner, you know... No, I know, I know. But like that's for like the common people. I feel like anybody could take a piece of paper and draw something and be like, oh, I'm an artist. But when you look at... If you, get, if you look closer to pieces, you understand the amount of work that's behind it. And do you feel that there's a lot of work behind those pieces that were for no, sale? No, what I'm right. saying is like, it's, it's still hard. It's like something that he created, something that out of his mind and just put it on a piece of paper. Yeah. But you know, th- there's, this, has, this really has to do with Christie's reputation and Sotheby's reputation on this, right? I understand that you know, I understand that we are moving into a digital age of art, and that is amazing. But, you know, this is kind of tantamount to selling, I want to say, like, I want to say, like, Kobe Bryant's first jersey, right? Kobe Bryant might be the wrong thing to, like, focus on, but, you know, or like the first World Cup it played in the United States, like the ball from the first World Cup. It's 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 historically significant, but only to people that are very interested in it. And look, he was able to sell it yeah. for three hundred thirty thousand dollars, which is you know let more than what's left on my mortgage in my house. So you know, I would love to be able to you know sell something for that amount, and hopefully we will when we do our our uh, our launch of our NFT. But you know. I just I just question the validity of the art, right? It, it seems like it was like a a bridge between the physical and in the digital world, and then him being one of the first ones to talk about it, him being the first one to launch his V friend, having that V friend like physically on paper and be like, okay, well, this is a um a validation in some way, like you put you in Christie and then Christie also like using his platform. Like, I think it, for me, it looks like a bridge in between that physical and then, and then digital world. If you had $330,000 sitting in a bank, no, no. you wouldn't buy it. No. That, I mean, that, that says a lot. It doesn't, it doesn't speak to me. Right. Like for me, like, again, it comes back to, do I like the piece? Right. Well, some people do. Some people, some people have like so, so many crypto that they don't know so much crypto. They don't know what to do with it. For them, it's like spending one hundred and thirty Ethereum while they have probably like ten thousand. Yes, it's not- right. That's uh, that's very true. That's very true. So, so uh, like you have to know who buys it with what kind of money. Uh, you have to be rich. The rich don't know what to do with their money sometimes, and yeah, 
Looks but that's not something I would, if I had $300,000 and I had to spend on a piece of art, I, would, I don't think I would, it would be one of them. Right. If you could get a Damien Hurst or if you could get a small Picasso for $330,000, you would see the value in that. And you, and, and that's kind of what I'm saying is that uh -huh. is Christie's kind yeah. of, you know, playing. How do you that? You know, like it's, it, it's, it's tiny. I want, I want something big so people can be like, wow, it's beautiful. And right. or something that you put in a room and people see it. What would you say that your favorite style of art is? Is it cubist or is it? I don't have really a style. Because um, the collage that I got from, it's not like it's it's a print, of course, but I like that. Or I like some of my parents' work are more like really colorful, abstract. I really like that as well. Uh, I'll send you a picture because I probably, let me see if I have one, but I'll send it to you. Um, I don't know. I want to be like, when I look at something and just the first thing I feel like it's wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I can stay, I can stare at it for hours and be like, yeah. okay, it's still, it's still cool. And then using my Im imagination to figure out what's going on, if it's really abstract or if it's like a piece, like I, when I go to museums, I really like portrait or really like realistic, especially yeah. if like the early 1800, 1700, where precision was just unbelievable. Um, but I don't have like a specific out of my mind, to be honest. It's funny, this weekend was the open house at Mana Contemporary. Have you ever been to Mana Contemporary when you were living yeah. in Newark? No? Um, it's it's right in Jersey City. It's right where, uh, do you know Little India in Jersey City? No. No. Oh, but do you know where Journal Square is? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. okay, right there. Okay, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so it's, it's Journal Square, uh, two blocks down, six blocks six blocks over right it's a, two, two blocks over six blocks down um and it's this big uh tobacco factory that's been turned into artist studios okay. there's probably about i think if so i mean i'm gonna guess maybe 300 artist studios but not all of them participated in the open house uh over the weekend and the open house only ran from noon to six o'clock right so the, you know, I, I probably got to see about 60 or 70 different artists. Out of those 60 or 70 artists, four of them moved me. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Of the course, rest yeah. of them were okay. I'll tell you one that I really did like. Um, I'm, I'm going to send you a, a couple of photos of it. Uh, he's a French, um, uh, well, they were speaking French when I walked in and it was, you know, uh, but he does these little doodles and he has, it's on white paper and he decides in the doodle, like one area he, he paints blue and one area he paints red and then it's white from the background. They're actually really, really nice. I thought, you know, that's, that's something that we could turn into NFTs. That's like something that would be perfect for, for this, uh, for this genre, but you know, that's the thing is that you walk into a museum, you walk into an artist studio and not everything is going to appeal to you. No. Yeah, for sure. No, you're right. Yeah. I, they uh, have a, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just sent you like the two uh, pieces on your phone, the two pieces that my parents have yes. and that I really like. Uh, and they're completely different. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That reminds me of. Oh, you've sent these to me. You sent this yes. to me when you were when we I were looking for buy one. But the, the artist is in France. The one with the 
the man standing at the window is, is in France. Uh, and then the other one, I don't know where, where she or he's from. Uh, yeah, beautiful pieces, really. How big are these? Quite big, to be honest. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Like almost uh, a little bit smaller than the one that the print that I got, but not, oh. not that much smaller. Yeah. Oh, these, those are, that's a nice size. Those are really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful pieces. And they're, <coughs> and you're right, they're different. They're totally different. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's, let's jump back. So now you understand, like, so now we kind of got this idea of if you wanted to buy into the magic mushrooms, let's go back to these guys and see if there is something in the range. Let's see, let's share this. My range is still on the low side. So if we did, instead of rarity, we did price low to high. So you got the, oh, see this guy just, he did point, 0.21 ETH and then he uploaded it, to, he upgraded it to one ETH. He's not gonna be able to sell it for one ETH because yeah. this is on the lower side. Maybe later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're just putting the marketing to it now uh but i bet you so what we're looking for here okay so what we're looking for is a significantly reduced number compared to what's around us so what right now we're seeing in the five thousands the six thousands the seven thousands the eight thousands so if we scroll the nine thousand so this is 30 this is a three thousand yeah. so that's pretty low compared to all the other ones that are around it let's see if we can get Here's a three, is that beat it? Here's a 3,007. Let's see if we can find a two. I don't see two. So let's look at this 3,000. So he wants 0.22 ETH, which is about, what, $400? Oh, well, 740. What, what was the mint price again? 0 0.08? 0 0.05. 0 0.05. Yeah, okay. 0 0.05 was the original mint price. So yeah, I mean, if he sells this, like I like I was trying to sell my lowest grade one for 0.6, something like that. I was trying to get $1,700 for it, which would then double what I had paid into it, you know, but I'm not putting it up for sale anymore. I've decided that I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So this would be in the range. And, it and so, okay, that's an important factor. So it is, it has 103 rarity score. To me, anything above 100 is a good buy-in, okay. right? It's, you know, I have, I have five and unfortunately only one is above the 100 score. I kind of feel like now that all these are out here, so this is actually above any of the ones that I currently own. So I would, I, if I had the money and if I wanted to spend it on this, this would be one that I would definitely go in for because okay. it's lower. It's the lowest number that's in this whole bottom section. And what you would do, so this is something that everybody does. So you make an offer and you make an offer for, I think it's 40% down from, so it's 0.22 minus... 40%. So you would offer him 0 0.08 or 0 0.09. It's 0 0.088, uh, which would be probably about $500.
and see if he would take it. Yeah. That's the way to do this. So, yeah, I mean, this is a great project because there's going to be a lot of stuff. Now they're, you know, they didn't do any marketing behind this. They launched it and now they're going to start to do the marketing. So I think this is a good way to get into this project. But where are you on this project? What are your thoughts? On Magic Mushroom? Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Like, I just like really quickly read, but like I've never really go through it because I was... It, it, it's something that didn't speak to me and then you said like oh you we talked about it and you really like the project you really like the 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 person behind it that you really followed him and that's the reason why you got into it and the, because i'm not in in it i was like i don't see the point of like still like making research because i don't want to buy anything right now right so you want to just you want to get a mint you want to be able to mint a project yes i think yeah i want to be there from the beginning and then and then be part of that community from day one yeah because i think that's the fun part of it as well yeah uh, but it's also really really hard to find a good project so i, I can i can go on rarity tools every day and then see all the upcoming projects that drops and you have to do your research see who the founder is like what kind of art if you like the art and the blockchain which is still like difficult to understand for me because it's still like evolving every day yeah but again like make your research is important and that's why sometimes i want to have a question to ask you and you give me your opinion and i think it's super valuable yeah um, but i've i haven't yet found something that i really like except for the bungee except for the bungee yes right so in the, in the case of the bungee if we don't get into the whitelist gosh we are trying everything that we can to get into that project what did you say there there's an opportunity to get in through the whitelist doing what um, usually they have those like, um, widely contest. Uh, let me see if I can find it on the discord. You have that, uh, you have that whitelist drawing contest. So you have to, I don't know, you draw something and you, you tag them. Oh. Uh, they have raffles as well. Yeah. So it's, it's what they're doing right now because they don't have anything specific yet to register for the whitelist. Cause usually when you register, you have to give your wallet and all those things. Yeah don't have that yet yet ready so they do those contests with memes or drawings i've seen like so many on discords from different projects right uh i'm i'm really bad at it. i don't know how to do those things so i just yeah watch from far and i have a good time just looking at those memes because they're really funny sometimes yeah uh, yeah if if there's other means to get into that whitelist yeah we have to try something <laughs> yeah so one of the ways to get into the whitelist is to join a discord really early yeah and, and have it have a low number, you know, for the magic, that's how I got mine, right? The magic mushrooms were, uh, so the first, I think, you know, it's funny. I thought it was the first 500 people, but it wound up to be the first thousand people that were in the discord got the OG. So they were actually able to buy on Thursday too. And then they could come back on Friday when, so I was a part of the shroom club house uh, who had joined after those first that thousand OG people. And I was able to buy five. And I think that let them buy the other three. Right. And there's always like a limited number that they're going to release for those people and everything like that. So for us to get into a project, like we're, in, we're both in the Banju discord. So it's yeah. very possible. They may well, say, they have, no, of course. They have 33,000. So your, your chance are like one of 33,000 or maybe a little bit less. Yeah. So you have to find a way to get on that wait list. 
Yeah, see, the fact it's that they have 33,000 means that that project is just going to go bonkers the second it, it, it doubled in a week. Really? Yeah. I uh, when, when, when you talked to me about it, then I, we actually signed up for it. It was like 15,000. Okay, so then we got in on the 15,000. So when they yeah. look at the list... So, but, so I mean, but, but, here, but here's the thing. But, they, but look, if they look at their audience... They may do a 20,000 generative art project, not a 10,000. And that would mean that we would then qualify for the whitelist because we're in the first 15,000. Maybe, but they probably would lose some of the interest of having just 10,000 unique pieces instead of 20. Yeah, but you know, look, if Banksy did one, right? I mean, of course, of course. Everyone in the world would want one. So if this guy already has 33,000, just on the notion that he's going to do an NFT project means that if he waits for another month, there could be 40,000, 50,000 people. He could make it a 20,000 generative art project. It could be really incredible. But here's the thing. So let's say that we don't get into the whitelist, right? Our next strategy is for the flippers. These people that come in and they either, because let's say that it sells for, let's say that the, the white hat, the, the whitelist sells at 0.05, right? That means that somebody comes in and they grab, let's say they grab five of them, right? And they put three or two, whatever it is, up for sale at 0.1. I would grab that at 0.1. Yeah. I would definitely grab that at 0.1, especially if it was wrapped and you didn't know what you were buying yet. You were just simply buying on spec. But Yeah, but no matter what, like, you like the project. That's why you're on the Discord. Yeah. That's why you're following and you're waiting for the announcement like so a point one yeah for sure you you get it it's a beautiful piece so when you find a way to expose it in your in your apartment your house or whatever using those screens it's still going to go really nice no matter what how much you pay for it yeah. if you go point one and it goes like two ether great awesome but like would you sell for it if you really like it and gives you all the benefit of actually owning one i don't know well, it depends how much money I have in ETH at that moment, right? Well, maybe because, you buy two and then you can sell one. Well, I would, I'm definitely planning to buy two, right? Because I would let's say, say three. I would say three, because usually they, 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 they let you do a fusion of two to burn well, two to make one. And then so I, absolutely. But you know, if it's, if it's, if it's on the, uh, if it's on OpenSea, if it's open to everybody, and I just start buying the floor. Like, let's say just like miraculously by, you know, our project goes live before their project goes live, right? Our project is scheduled to go live in about four weeks, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting on this ETH and, you know, yeah, I would, I would buy five. I would buy five in two seconds on the floor if it was wrapped and I didn't know what it was and people were selling for one ETH, they were selling for two ETH if they were selling for something like that, because you're absolutely right. Like, I don't think in this project there's going to be the combine and burn one. I, I don't think that they're going to do that. They did that for like Omnimorphs. Uh, but definitely if it was, uh, because here's the thing, like this this could be the next Board Ape Yacht Club, right? You could buy something at, let's say, below one ETH, and this thing could turn out to be like $100,000. Look, he's selling that statue for $170,000. Right. What are the odds, you know, in a 10,000 K you buy five that one could turn around and 
be worth $100,000. It'd be incredible. It's like supply and demand. So it's all, all going to depend on how the project does in terms of, of uh, like touching people. If they're really into it, like CryptoPunk, because CryptoPunk was the very first collectible NFT uh, available. That's why it's still like number one, because it's you want to own the first, the very first of something. It's the first generative art on the blockchain allegedly there are other kind of smaller projects but this was the big one you know here's the thing we're in such a fast lightning speed society and things are happening all at the same time we've got the pandemic we've got global warming we've got all this stuff right that things are moving so fast We have to kind of try to project out 10 years from now. And that, you know, that's a perfect example of like what's in your wallet today may not be worth anything 10 years from now. Yeah. Like, I don't know if crypto punks is going to be as hot as it is today. Now, look, I could be wrong. It could be a Superman number one. It could be continually, you know, look. When I was 20, I could have bought Superman number one for $150,000. Today, Superman number one is a minimum of $1.5 million to buy that that issue, right? So you just don't know. But you're right. I mean, this is when it comes down to, is the art something that is so incredible? Is it an incredible artist? And that's kind of where we're going in the NFT world, right? So everybody rushed in. Everyone and their mother rushed in. They all did like, you know, what was the one that you showed me? That The Boars? The Boars? Was it a Boars one? No, that was not me. I know there's a Boar, there's a boar uh, NFT. Yeah, those, uh, those big animals. But I don't think that's me. Okay, so there was somebody that showed me the Boars. And I was just, I'm not into that art, right? That's just not something that I'm like, I I don't necessarily really want, like I have the Panda Dynasty, right? And I like that because I like the art and I thought that I could kind of get it cheap and I wound up getting it cheap and now it's cheaper, right? It's gone down the wrong road. Uh, They're trying the best that they can, but, you know, here's a situation where, you know, they put together that project without really understanding what the community was looking for in them. They thought that they were just going to be able to kind of sell their artwork and everybody would applaud them and that would be the end of it. Like, this is community. Like, you have to, like, have, like, we're talking about this in in the meeting today. Like, what's the plan, like, a year down the road, three years down the road, five years, 10 years down the road to maintain that community? And I think a lot of these projects that are going out there, I mean, there's 40 new, they're saying that the average is 40 new NFT projects launching every single day, every single day on OpenSea, Solana Art, you know, Cardano, stuff like that, uh, you know, platforms like that. I just, I think it's the same thing as comic books. I think this is literally comic books. I think that yeah, X-Men number one, Spider-Man number one, Superman number one, Spider-Man number 300. You know, those ones are like exceptionally incredible. And then you have the rest of the industry, which is like hundreds of comic books that are coming out every single month. And are people buying like, I don't know, like Superstorm number, you know, 61? I don't think so. Like, I think at some point, like, 
people are going to say, well, I have a lot of stuff in my wallet, but it's not necessarily valuable. Yeah. But again, like it's still a niche. So it's only a handful of people knows about this NFT world is involved in cryptocurrency, understand the blockchain. So it's going to still take years. And of course, over the years, there's going to be more and more and more projects. But it's still like super early. So we we can't really estimate or foresee what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, no, that's a great point. The, you know, we are in the early, early adopter stage, right? The next stage up is innovators, right? So right now, and, and, and we had this whole thing with you, right? How do you get money into your MetaMask wallet, right? Just the fact that it took us like an hour to kind of walk you through that to be to get to the point where you you understood how to connect all these things says that the average person can't do this. They yeah. just don't understand this, right? Everybody can get onto Facebook, everybody can create a profile, everybody can do a post, right? But there was years before it got adopted by the average consumer. We are so early in this market. And that's one of the things, like if somebody builds a good community, has a good team, is is building out a good infrastructure, they will last, right? This whole idea that we're going to have a DAO attached with this NFT project means that we're in it for the long run, right? We want to, this is something that we're going to be involved in for decades, right? And yeah, my mother doesn't own an NFT. My mother understands what I kind of am working on, but it's the same thing like when I was in the dot-coms prior to Google, prior to Facebook, prior to, you know, Web 2.0, she didn't have a clue as to what a search engine was or what a, you know, there was no understanding in terms of that. And I, that's where we are exactly with NFTs. Like I'm in an, ind- we're both in an industry now looking at an industry inside that is, extremely new super yeah. super new no i agree so what's uh, your big question uh florian you i'm sure you, i mean you were telling me that you didn't understand something about the blockchain but what what's your big question for this week my big question for this week i haven't thought about it honestly because i thought we we're going to talk about mainly like bungee project and then your project coming up a little bit um i haven't really thought about it um but we could talk about the other two blockchain are coming out, Solana and Cardano, because I've seen if you go on Rarity Tools and then you look at the upcoming projects, some of them are selling on the Solana blockchain. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize the Rarity Tools was now doing Solana and Cardano. I think, uh, let me see if I can find it, but like usually under the name of the, the collectible, the NFT, they tell you if uh, it sells on either the Ethereum blockchain or the Solana blockchain. Yeah, for example, uh, Homo Sapiens uh, sold like it was pre-sale today and selling tomorrow and it's like 1.5 Solana. So it's on Solana. 1.5 Solana. Let's see if I'm able to... What? How did you get to that? You go to the upcoming... Um, to yeah. the up, 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 upcoming... Uh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here, I'll uh, I'll post it on. Bring that in here. Okay, so let's open up their Discord. We can take a look 
right at Discord. So they have 7,419 members, which isn't bad. Let's see what they have on their Twitter. 5,981, that's not terrible. And then over here, so the pre-sale is 1 p.m. This was today's sale. Did, did this go on, or the pre-sale was today at 1 p.m.? Interesting. Let's see the Homo sapiens NFT. Oh, one day, 14 hours and five minutes and 18 seconds. See, they've got a story. They've got these little characters, their roadmap, what they're gonna do after sold out. Oh, that's, that's it? That's the whole thing? That's their whole thing? Interesting. Okay, let's see if, so they're selling for two soul. So soul right now is somewhere in the range of like, I think $200. So this is gonna be like a $300 investment um, Let me, I don't know. I, do you like this artwork? No, no, no. I was just like, oh. it was just to show you that oh. on Variety Tool, you can actually find like project that's sales on Solana's on different blockchains. I've, I've yet to come across one with Cardano. I don't know if it's up yet, but um, yeah, I was, I was actually looking at the one you just saw, you just clicked on. 43,000 members. They are minting wow. they are minting right now and they are like going for it's not free. It's what free. comes with it later. That's that's free. So if you click on the website, let's see, I'll get there in a second. I want to check their Twitter. So their Twitter is 36,000. That's yeah. huge. Wow. And I do like this art. I will say that, you know, it's it's good. It's not amazing. Oh, this is very very cool. So if you go down, you see the roadmap and then I'll show you that what they're showing here, the, the food dog, the free food dog you'll get if you if you own one of those uh, Buddha NFT. I mean, that's a pretty good price for a starting NFT. It's a little high. Launch with a pre-sale and the remainder available to the public. Nice roadmap, sneak peek, lucky food dog. Mint Lucky Buddha, Trifecta, Collab with Playful Pandas, Teaser Reveal, Final Reveal. So wait, what were you talking about for the, what's this, what's the little thing that they give away? So if you go just down a little bit more, okay. the Lucky Food Dog, it's a, the, the, the free airdrop. Oh, oh, oh. And then after, on down the road, they have a different collabs. Yes, this I see the collab there. A mini game including all characters, Budafu. Now, so let's see if I wanted to mint this right now. They have like 6,200. Oh. I mean, so this is 0.08. I don't want to give anybody access. So I'm just going to. I may. <laughs> I, I can tell you I'll, I'll do it myself on my computer I'll tell you how much it is are you gonna yeah what's the USD to to uh can you tell me now the USD what do you mean what's the what's the actual cost of this let me see if I have enough in my uh, so the gas fee would be if you buy three it would be two hundred dollars almost 
Well, gas fee doesn't change based on the number that you're you're buying. It's just the time that you're buying it. No, I so think gas is gas is two hundred right now. Yeah, if you buy three, if you buy if I if I do the same and I buy two, it does it change? Does the gas well, change for you? The gas fee is like one hundred and forty dollars. Oh. Mm, okay, I'm not gonna buy this right now during the show. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> do a little bit more research. Uh, I'm curious as to why they actually haven't sold out yet. Yeah, I think the, I think they started selling like. Because they have such a large number of followers. I mean, again, this is 43,000. And this is. See, this is the FOMO. This is the FOMO problem. This is the, this is the problem. Is that like I could very easily go and buy all of these uh, without doing any research? Yeah. I mean, they're super cute. I will say that they are super cute. I have a, a tattoo of um, Krillin on my left shoulder. You, you know who Krillin is from uh, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Right? Uh, so this is very similar. If I wanted to update my Krillin uh, <laughs> to make it look like one of these guys. But, you know, this is this is the thing, man. This is like, you know, that's the excitement of this, right? I could get drawn in in two seconds and I could I could buy this and it could be... The fact that they have so many followers, see, that's a concern for me right there, right? So they have 8,888 NFTs. They've sold 6,882. I think I think the they dropped a long time ago. Uh, and I think what we see on Rarity Tools now is that they are airdropping a free NFT for the people that own oh. um, that piece. Because it seems that they were... They were actually minting on September 5th. Oh, so a month ago. So the mint Lucky Buddha, September 5th, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Interesting. Interesting. It's like so, almost like you remember the stackers NFT that I was talking about? It's yeah. only 500 people that minted. Yeah, that's... That's... See, I, I wonder... What's better? Is it better to have a, a good amount of growth? Like, so, so you take Magic Mushrooms and they sold out in 12 minutes. Omnimorph yeah. sold out in, I believe, seven or 12 minutes, right? Something like that. Uh, and, and the gas just went phenomenally high up to $1,000. Omnimorph since hasn't been doing that great right? They haven't yeah. been meeting the demand. And there have been a couple of different things that have gone wrong in their system, right? Magic Mushrooms has been doing okay. At the, at the beginning, they, had, they still have a, a tremendous amount of transactions going on, right? So they have 
they, they have like probably, I would say every hour I get a text because I'm following that robot that shows when something has been transacted. They have about two sales per hour, which is just incredible, right? I'm not right. following that with Omnimorphs. I'm not following that with Panda Dynasty. So I don't really know. But you can see like how, how often something gets transacted. Uh, if, if there's still, if there's still NFTs to be minted, you know, 500 is very, very, what was the top number for them? Did they do a 10,000 generative art project? Yeah. The stackers? Yeah. Yeah. That's a dead project. That's a dead project to me. If they haven't even sold a thousand of the 10,000, these guys at least have sold, you know, almost 7,000. They're almost done with their minting. Now the question is, what are they going to do behind the marketing to sell these other pieces? Um, Again, I'm going to save my money. I'm not going to buy this one. Uh, I may be regretting it at some point, but I would rather hold that money and save that for the Bonji project than to start spending it on some project that I don't know. I'd rather come back to this in a month. No, of course, I agree. Yeah. It's always hard to pick one. Yeah, except for those that you really love the art. Well, also that, but also like if you have a solid background, like Mushroom, you have a ba- the background is a guy that does the YouTube videos. Um, and and Bungie's, the background is like the artist. Like yeah. it's a specific type of art. Right. Putting it, putting it into the, the blockchain. So those have solid backgrounds compared to like those are, that are, dropping every day and just have like anonymous founders or people that just join like a few years ago and they just want to make quick, not a quick, but a good amount of money for so in a short amount of time, basically. No, 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 but it's still, it's still a quick buck. I mean, when you look at the stackers, I mean, they only created their Twitter accounts and they want to stay anonymous. They only created their Twitter accounts in 2021. It's a huge red flag, right? So they're just looking for a cash grab. And look, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these NFT projects are just looking for a cash grab. They're just trying. It's a lot of money. It's a lot yeah. of money on the table. If they had been successful, they would have gotten $1.5 million and just run with it. I mean, that's incredible. Even if it's four guys, they split four ways. I think if you're smart um, and you do your work and you prepare it right, I think there's a big upside. Actually, like creating an NFT, a collectible NFT that's going to benefit the community you want to create and attending event creating i don't know clothing brand creating there's a lot of things you can do with it and if you're smart enough if you lay out your plan the right way it can be really really successful instead of just thinking short term and making quick buck right no and and that's that you know it's almost like a buyer beware you yeah. have to do your own research to understand the group and understand what they're really trying to accomplish. Like, you know, we're working on building a convention, right? So originally, you know, we were going to do it in October, but now we're looking at, uh, oh, I think we talked about this, uh, January, February, yeah, right. January, January, end of January, beginning of February, we're going to meet with everybody to kind of find out when that is. And, you know, we're going to bring in all these vendors from all of these NFT projects. And I think it's going to just be super exciting. It's going to be like a Comic-Con for NFTs. It's going to be so awesome. So I hope I hope you're able to be there. I know that that's before the season starts. So it'll be really great. Yeah, we'll see. Yes. Yeah. We will see. Okay. This has been a great show. 